Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Know Your Role Player podcast. I'm your host, J215Forever. Follow your boy on Instagram and on my Instagram page. You can and will find the podcast page. That's Know Your Role Player underscore podcast. That's K-N-O-W-Y-A-R-O-L-E-P-L-A-Y-E-R underscore podcast, or you can hashtag Know Your Role Player. The best thing that you can do is download the Anchor app. Once you download the Anchor app, it'll take you to whatever app that you listen to music, but more importantly, audio podcast on, whether that's Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, or a lot of popular ones as in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. All right, y'all, we're going to jump right into it today. Um, I got the good news and the bad news. The good news is I'm here. It's Friday. We podding. The bad news is I did try to get my man Mike on for today's podcast. Really frustrating. Uh, wasn't able to get it done. Um, I don't know, man. It just wasn't meant to be. But that's okay. Listen, we're going to keep it pushing. Shout out to Mike. We had great rapport last time. Listen, I know a lot of people was laughing because Mike uh, voted for TJ McConnell for Defensive Player of the Year. I'm going to say this. It wasn't a troll, man. He really believed it, and I'm not mad at him. You know, before, like I said in the last pod, I used to try to do a thing where I just wanted to guess the picks' rights, but I don't want to do that anymore. I wanted to go with who I truly believe deserved the award, and I wouldn't take nobody because they're on my home team too. All right, I'm actually harder on my uh, favorite players than anybody else. All right. Now we got a lot to get to. Um, let's just jump right into it. So listen, guys, um, a heartbreaking. Heartbreaking laws happened the other night between Golden State and LA. Um, it was rated 5.6 million. Yeah, 5.6 million views the most since 2019 on it. Uh, there was some fans in the building too. Uh, you know, they've been saying this thing, but it's the first time I actually like, heard a fan celebrate at this. Um, they thoroughly outplayed the Lakers in the first half. Their defense was brilliant. They got offensive support from a couple of guys. Andrew Wiggins. Steph Curry was great with 37. Wiggins had 21. Bazemore chipped in with uh, 10 points, three threes, which is really big. Kevin Looney had 13 rebounds. Um, Steve, um, Steve Curry is doing a couple things. One, he's shortening the lineup. He's eight deep, and that's it, all right? Um, Jordan Poole, Mueller, and Toscano Anderson, those are his guys off the bench. They combined for about 20 points off the bench. Not bad. Uh, those guys missed a lot of three-point shots, though. They all took about four or five three-pointers, and they were all open, and they missed their shots. That could have been one point, big thing. But another thing, and I got to be honest, uh, Draymond Green played phenomenal defensively. It's probably one of the best defensive games I've seen from him this year, and one of the reasons why I had to put him first-team All-NBA, and I was tempted to give him the Defensive Player of the Year award. Um, but he was 0 for 5 today, 0 for 1 from the three-point line. Now, he did have other things, 9 points, 8 rebounds, um, 5 fouls. But he only had 2 points. But bigger problem was he is becoming an offensive liability. Now, listen, there's been times and big games where he has showed up, you know. But, you know, before, if you go back to the Warriors run in about 18, 17, or 16, he could always be a legit 10 points a game, you know, a couple rebounds to get a smaller guy on the switch he can score who hit the occasional three. Now the three-point shot is gone. But more importantly, he posted up 
um, a couple of guards last night. Uh, Caruso, he posted up one time late in the third quarter. He couldn't get that shot to go in. I think he had it again. And listen, moving forward for the Warriors, they got to figure out if Draymond Green can give us something offensively. Now, another thing is, I think there's a little bit more encouragement from the Warriors fan base to an offseason. You don't have to try to, maybe maybe you don't need a superstar. You know, maybe you just need some really good role players. As I, as we said before, they're going to have two picks in the top of the first round. Uh, I was really encouraging, but they played great. I wanted to make sure I say that they played great, but in the second half, Steph Curry and Draymond Green, I think combined had about 10 unforced turnovers, especially in their third quarter. Really bad. Um... I know it's a lot of pressure on Steph to beat all the ball handling. So I believe in the offseason they should get another guard, preferably a point guard and another wing that can do things, dribble, pass, and defend, and shoot. You know, Listen, those guys aren't easy to come by, but I'm more optimistic on the Warriors' future than I was before. You know, I actually see it now. And defensively, they're looking good again. Now, the big question mark with the Warriors moving forward is should they keep James Wiseman? We'll see what they're going to do. But um, as far as the Lakers, man, this was a definitely a gut check game. They played lethargic. They had no energy in the first half. Um, Anthony Davis and LeBron James were terrible in the first half. And Dennis Schroeder thinks he's Allen Iverson or something, the way he keeps taking these terrible shots. Um, you know, in the second half, their defense turned up. LeBron played a lot better. Davis played huge in the second half. But I'm not loving the energy and effort in the first half and the cohesion of the offense from the first half from the Lakers. And I do think moving forward in the next series against, even though I think they're going to beat the Suns, and I'll get to my picks later, uh, I do believe that they're going to have a little bit of trouble because they just don't look together as a unit. Um, also, last night, so listen, wrapping up the game, LeBron hit a big shot. He came up to play big in the fourth quarter. He said when he shot the three that he was seeing triple, whatever. Um, listen, but great game by LeBron, gut check game. Pretty big legacy moment, um, and props to the NBA for having this opportunity so they could even have this moment. So that same game, the Grizzlies defeated the Spurs 100-96. Uh, they were blowing out the Spurs for most of that game. They later came back and um, took the lead. But, you know, I, I never, I think I picked the Spurs to win, but I think I was just trying to reverse hedge on the uh, Warriors. The next night, the Wizards destroyed the Pacers 142-116. to uh, Westbrook played great. Beal played great. Um, Westbrook 25, excuse me, 18, 15, and 8. Um, every time I take Westbrook in fantasy, he doesn't have a triple-double. So, I don't know. Take from that what you must. Uh, Beal played really good after a bounce-back game. If they're looking really shaky and uh, vis- visibly not the same player as he was before. But listen, great bounce-back win for Washington. They are going to go on and play the Philadelphia 76ers in the first round. So listen, with that being said, what does that mean? We have one game left, all right? The Warriors are home versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Warriors are favored by five. I'm going to take the Warriors. Now, the last time they played, um, the the Grizzlies were winning until Dylan Brooks had fouled out, and he's a really big player in the series. So a couple things need to happen in this game. One, Draymond Green needs to be an offensive threat. Doesn't ever have to be a great offensive player, but he has to be a threat to score, drive, or pass. All right, he's got to be more of a threat. It was too many times in that pick and roll. The Lakers are doubling Curry, and Draymond's just watching the action. That can't happen. Also, maybe in the offseason for the Warriors, a shooting big that can kind of do some of that stuff. I know they love Dre, but Dre's never going to be that guy that can kind of catch and pop consistently. So maybe it wouldn't hurt to think about drafting that guy. Um, 
But again, for the night, um, for Memphis, the three keys would be one, John Morant to push the pace and um, be aggressive and efficient. Number two, Jonas Valanciunas has to dominate inside. He's been on a tear in his last 10 games. It's a good matchup for him. I don't think Kevin Looney uh, can get in the way of stopping him. So that's number two. And number three, three-point shooting. All right, the Jazz, others, they have a lot of good role players. Excuse me. Memphis has a lot of good role players, but those guys need to come through and perform. All right, now with that being said, all right, I want to do a playoff bracket. Um, I'm not going to give my finals picks today. I'm going to try to see if I can get French on on Monday or Mike, as y'all know him as. Uh, we called him French because he always wore yellow in college. Um, but that's what we're going to try to do. All right, so let's jump into the pick. So let's start on the Eastern Conference because all those games are ready. So we'll start at the top. The one seed versus the eighth seed. The Philadelphia 76ers are going to go against the now eighth seed Washington Wizards. All right, that game starts on Sunday at 1 p.m. Let's talk about matchups real quick. Uh, as much as I love Washington, they do a couple things really great. Um, Westbrook gets a lot of rebounds, pushes the pace. Um, he's aggressive attacking the rim and finding shooters. Bradley Beal can get off any shots against one-on-one, and they have had really good production versus Roy Hamuchimera. Robin Lopez has been good off the bench. Raul Neto. Um, David Bertans is inconsistent, but he is a shooter that can get hot. But honestly, I think the Sixers have every advantage. They have a guy in Ben Simmons that can guard Westbrook or Beal, whichever guy gets hot. They have a paint presence and a paint defender, which is one of the real big problems that the Indiana Pacers have, right? And also, they got scoring and three-point shooting. I expect the Sixers to win this in five games, all right? But they should sweep them. They are better than the Wizards in every way. It'll come down to execution and discipline. I'm going to say the Wizards get one, but I think I want the Sixers. If the Sixers are serious as a threat, and I won't give my finals picks until after the first round. Um, yeah, it's corny, whatever. Um, but if the Sixers are serious as a threat as a team, then they have to they have to not play around with the Wizards. All right. Next series, two seven. The Brooklyn Nets versus the now seven seed Boston Celtics. Boston's had a tough year. Uh, as we remember, Jalen Brown had um, surgery on his wrist. But the one thing I did notice versus them playing the Wizards, they're finally playing with a pulse and passion. Now listen, most of their offense is coming from two people, Kemba and Jason Tatum. All right. So they need a third scorer, whether that's Evan Fournier, Marcus Smart, um, some Peyton Pritchard. Somebody has to be their third scorer because one thing Brooklyn will do is score. Now, again, I don't see the um, the Celtics getting more than one game. I think the Brooklyn should beat them in five. But, again, we'll see if they don't play around with them. But I think they should beat them in five games, all right? Next series. Now, these two series are going to be a lot closer, and they're going to go a lot much longer. We'll start with the 4-5 matchup. The New York Knicks versus the Atlanta Hawks. So here's a couple things. I think overall, the Atlanta Hawks are a little bit better team than the New York Knicks, right? Um, they finished with the same record, but Julius Randle has been unstoppable playing them. But a couple other things. Now, one thing against Atlanta you want to do is you want to attack um, Trey Young defensively. Now, they don't have great personnel to do that. They got Derrick Rose, and they can put him in pick and rolls, but he's going to have help behind him in Capella. I think with the toughness and the advantages they have, I'm going to pick the New York Knicks to win in seven games. All right, but this is a pick em series. I actually think Atlanta's a little bit more talented, but I'm going to pick the Knicks to win in seven. All right. 
Next, we have the three versus six matchup, which is probably the best matchup in the first round. Both three versus six matchups. We have the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Miami Heat. Now, if you don't remember, last year, Milwaukee, as the number one seed, was put out of the playoffs by the Miami Heat. They probably, out of any team in the East, match up greatest against them. One, they got Bam out of Bayou. If he has to, he can guard um, Giannis. They also have Jimmy Butler. If he has to, he can guard Giannis. I'm not really big on Ariza and Iguodala guarding Giannis at this point. Uh, but they're good team defenders, and they can hit the occasional open three. I think the Bucks are going to get the heat. Um, Jimmy Butler has been probably one of the 10 best players by far in the league, offensively and defensively this year. But I think the addition of Drew Holiday, um, the, the key to this series is a couple of things. One, Milwaukee's ability to switch. All right. More they played a conservative three, a conservative game where they gave up a lot of corner threes. They kind of switched that, and they're going to be doing a lot of switching. So one thing about the switching is you need the personnel. So it's going to be really important to watch the minutes of Brooke Lopez in this series. If he is not effective, that's going to be a problem. One, he's a big part of the team. And two, he's got to, he's got to hit some of these shots. He's got to be a threat offensively. Again, I know Bam Adebayo is a world-class defender, but you've got to be a threat. And Lopez, for most of his career, has been more than a threat. He's been a very good offensive player. For Milwaukee, it's a couple things. They're tested. I didn't love Giannis saying, I don't know, but I appreciate the honesty. But, um, you know, I think even he's like, yeah, this isn't going to be easy, and it's not going to be easy. But I got the Milwaukee Bucks in six games, all right? So those are all my first-round picks. Um, I'm not doing no second-round picks today. This is the first round. Let's go to the West Coast. Two versus seven, Lakers versus Phoenix. We go with unity and um, unity and chemistry versus just raw talent and a matchup advantage. Okay, so in this matchup, it's a couple things. One, the Lakers have a size advantage. Even though against the Warriors with a Penguin, Andre Drummond was not good, he'll be a lot better in this series guarding Andre Drummond and crashing the glass. Also, Anthony Davis cannot be stopped in this series. He should be able to elevate his game. Averaging about 31 or 32 points per game. So listen, this series comes down to a couple of things. One, the health of LeBron James. LeBron James in the last 10 days has injured his ankle once, but he's injured his ankle twice since coming back from the injury. So that ankle is one, is susceptible to re-injury, and even still, with all the time he has off, he is still not 100%. Alright? But number two, more importantly... Guard play from the um, Lakers. Now, listen, the Lakers have very good guard defenders, but offensively, they've been inconsistent. They need somebody to be a consistent threat, whether that's Caruso, KCP. They need that third score. That's going to be really important for them. I am going to pick the Phoenix Suns to lose in six games. So I'm going to get Phoenix two games. I'm also going to get Phoenix the first game home. I think they're going to win the first game. Uh, the Lakers play really sloppy. I don't think they're going to get that together really quick. I expect... The Lakers 2-8-6, but I got Phoenix winning the first two games. All right, next, Denver versus Portland. Denver is the three, excuse me, Denver is the three seed. Portland is the six seed. Um, There's a couple of things. Uh, this is, to me, this is a pick em series. I'm going to say seven, and I'm going to pick Portland. Um, I think Portland has to win. Um. 
Let me stop saying I'm number one. So a couple of things. One, Portland's under a lot of pressure to play well. Remember, in 2019, they made the conference finals. Since then, they have inconsistent play, losing to the first round versus the Lakers in five games last year. So it's very important to get out of the first round and show that they're still developing and growing as a team. Now, it's a couple of things. I don't think they can stop Jokic, you know, whatever, but they're going to have a bigger problem with Michael Porter Jr. One of the biggest problems with the Portland Trailblazers is their ability to guard big wing defenders. Now, Michael Porter Jr., since becoming a number two option, has averaged about 24 points per game. All right, he's been taking over, and let me tell you something. It ain't going to slow down. I love Robert Covington to death. I like Norman Powell. They got no chance of guarding him. He might average close to 30. All right, next we got um, the guard play of Denver. So, Capanzo, Will Barton... Caponzo's been a really solid defender, but I don't think he's gonna have um I think he's gonna have a lot of trouble with Dame, especially in those pick and rolls. World Barton, also former Trailblazer. Um, I think he'll be better. He'll help um Austin Rivers to be and be a big swing player off their bench. But I am going to pick the Portland Trailblazers in seven. I think CJ and Dame can do whatever they want offensively. And I believe Carmelo's gonna be a big help in this series off the bench. I don't think the um you know, Carmelo played for Denver. I don't know if people remember that. Um, they kind of trashed him on his way out. You know, they did this really nasty, shady thing to where they were like, yo, who's one of the best players in Denver history? And he wasn't up there. And it was just nasty. And he kind of been dis. They started the disrespect of his legacy because he does have a legacy. Now, I do believe he's been playing well. I think he's going to be big in his series. I got Portland in seven. All right. All right. We got a couple more picks to go. We're going to get y'all out of here. Um, we did the Lakers. We did Portland. Next, the four versus five seed. As y'all early noted, um, the Los Angeles Clippers were my dark horse team to go to the Western Conference Finals. I did that off of a couple things. I have having two elite wing defenders, having the best three-point shooting in the league, and having a versatile team to where you can play many different styles of basketball. With that being said, I do not like how they kind of punked away from the Lakers and tanked the end of the season. And also, they don't play well against Denver. Now, they beat, excuse me, they beat Dallas this year, okay? But Luka's the type of player as elite and as good as Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are. Luka is the perfect type of player to score all over them. Also, the swing player for this series, Tim Hardaway Jr., all right? Averaging about 22 points a game in his last 10 games before the end of the regular season. Legitimately became a number two um, threat as they won almost all their games for the end of the season and kept continuing to play well. Porzingis is back. He was the mismatch. Remember last year in the playoffs, he averaged 23 against them. I'm walking back my Clippers. I am going to take Dallas and six. I'm not buying the Clippers. I want to be wrong about that, but I just think Dallas can beat them. I think they're better. And I think Luke is about to take his shine and take his game to the next level. Now, the last game is not official yet. We have a playing game tonight, the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Warriors. I expect the Golden State Warriors to win. And if they win, I expect them to lose in six games to the Jazz. If the Jazz play Memphis, I expect the Jazz to beat Memphis in five. Okay, let's go over those games again. Sixers in five versus the Wizards. Knicks in seven versus the Hawks. Milwaukee in seven versus the Heat. Nets in five versus Boston. 
Lakers in six versus Phoenix, Portland in seven versus Denver, Dallas in six versus the Clippers, and if the Golden State wins, I expect the Jazz to win in six. If Memphis wins, I expect the Jazz to win in five. All right? All right. So let's talk about the last thing um, on today's podcast, and I'm going to get you all out of here. I do not want this podcast to be too long. Playoff potting. All right, so a lot of people content raises as the playoff goes is because people just demand and want more content. So I am going to attempt next week to do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Sunday is the start of a new week. So let me know if y'all want three or four podcasts. We're going to see as the week goes. Um, but we're going to at least do the minimum of three. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday is a definite. And if y'all want more than three podcasts a week, y'all let me know. We can do four. We can go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, or Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. You know, y'all let me know what to do. As always, thank you for the support. The playoffs are here. All right. Um, oh, last thing, last thing, the finalists. So the finalists for a couple awards that I thought were important, um, MVP, I was a little surprised that Steph Curry did make the finest award. I didn't think he was going to get that many votes. He did get more than I think, but I still expect Nikolai Jokic to win. Uh, sixth man of the year, I still expect Clarkson to win. And defensive player of the year, even though I believe it's Ben, I still think that Gobert is going to get all the votes. All right, all right, y'all, as always, I appreciate and love the support. We're going to try to get French on next week. Um, as always, listen, the Know Your Role Player podcast Hashtag know your role player, like, share, and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, and we're gonna be moving up and up. All right, peace.